This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast about how to make our lives happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative. This week, we'll talk about why you might write a tastes timeline, open a discussion about Oblige Your Rebellion, and provide more proverbs from teachers. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm right here in my lovely home office in New York City. And joining me today from Puerto Rico is my sister Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, it's your birthday! Happy birthday! That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living for the moment in Puerto Rico. And yes, Gretch, I am celebrating here um, on a tropical <laughs> island this year, on <laughs> Fantasy Island. So hopefully my birthday will be a fantasy. Yes. Okay, and coming up, we have a very special episode on the horizon. And in honor of my daughter, Eliza, who is graduating from college this year, we want to have your advice. What is your advice for a college graduate or for someone starting their first job, moving to their first apartment, dealing with roommates, making a move? What advice would you give? What advice would you give your former self? What was the best advice you got? What's the worst advice Mm -hmm. you ever got? Yes. And also we want advice on drift, how to avoid drift. Explain what that is, Gretch. Yes. Drift is the decision that you make by not deciding or by going with the default or doing something just because that's what everybody expects of you or you can't think of anything different. (laughs) Um, And we will talk more about drift, but we want your thoughts on drift, avoiding drift, and, and even recognizing that you're drifting, which itself is difficult. I can't wait for this because I feel like whenever people offer advice, it always applies to whatever's happening in my life as well. (laughs) It's such a good point. Even advice like for your preschooler or for running that multi-billion dollar corporation. I'm always like, that applies to me too. And we also got an interesting response from a reader about our proposal to design your summer. Yes, this comes from Megan. She says, two years ago, I decided my kid's summer and honestly, mine needed a little structure, not too much, but just enough. 
I named it Intentional Summer and created a series of lists for us to work through based on the day of the week. Make it Mondays, crafts and recipes, try it Tuesdays for things we've never done before, like fly a kite together or places we've never been, water fun Wednesdays, swimming, sprinklers, spray parks, etc. thoughtful Thursday, acts of kindness for friends and strangers, and fun for all Fridays, something to do just for the fun of it, like a picnic in the park or a day trip to the beach. Weekends were reserved for more fun, gathering with friends and family, and mini getaways. We didn't hit everything on our list, and the few weeks my kids went to day camp, we just let camp provide the structure. But I'll tell you, it was the best summer we've had. Just having one thing to do every day, whether it was making something with popsicle sticks or selling lemonade at the end of our driveway, gave our days a sense of purpose while also still feeling like a true break from the daily grind of the school year. Well, I think this is a great idea. It reminds me, um, and I wrote about this in my book, Happier at Home, the idea of giving a task for every day of the week or a theme to mm -hmm. every day of the week. Ever since I read about this in like the Laura Ingalls Wilder books, I've been very enchanted by that. And I think this is a great way to make the summer feel special and also make sure that you rotate through all these different aspects of summer fun. Yes, I love this idea. So thank you, Megan. This week, our Try This at Home tip is something that I love, and that mm -hmm. is to write a taste timeline. This is an exercise that I undertook for my Five Senses book. As I've said, I'm writing a book about the five senses and kind of really appreciating and learning more about the five senses. And so one of the senses, obviously, is the sense of taste. And Elizabeth, I think it's safe to say that one of our themes throughout the years is what are unconventional, whimsical, and one might say extremely easy mm. ways to keep a journal. Yes. For those of us who are not going to like write at great length in a actual journal. Yes. We want less work and more whimsy. And this is definitely whimsical, Grudge. Yes. Now, the thing to remember about taste um, and all the senses, but uh, here we'll focus on taste, is that it really does have the power to trigger memories, even memories that we forgot we remembered. And it's interesting because when you think about memories being triggered by a sense, people often think of Marcel Proust and how he ate the Madeleine cookie. But actually, if you go back and read about that tea-soaked Madeleine cookie, Marcel Proust is actually writing much more about the flavor of the cookie, which is the smell and the taste combined, than he is just about the smell. So I decided to do a taste timeline of my remembrances of tastes past. Yeah, Gretch, the sense of taste is so powerful. Yeah. So how did you go about actually writing a taste timeline? Okay. So to help me bring back memories of the scenes and the people that I forgot, I decided, okay, I'm going to focus in on tastes. So I picked three periods in my life. Obviously, you could pick any period. I picked childhood, which, Elizabeth, that's your, you and I mm -hmm. have the same childhood mm -hmm. uh, for the most part. College and law school. I went to Yale for both college and law school. So to me, I feel like they're kind of connected because it was so much in the same place. And then the age of having young children. Mm. And so I went and just really, really, I just sat there and thought and thought. And then when I went to the grocery store, I would kind of go through the areas and try to remember what were some of the things that were special about that time. So, Elizabeth, I will say from our childhood, do you remember how we ate Colby Longhorn cheese in that cylindrical shape. Mm -hmm. It was like covered in wax. I've never eaten it since. 
We don't eat it anymore as a family, like mm-hmm. when we're in Kansas City. But we ate it all the time. It's delicious. Yes. What else do you remember from our childhood? Well, Durkies. Oh. Which is the mustard yes. mayonnaise combination, which... Funny enough, Gretchen, it's very hard to find outside of Kansas City, but now here in Puerto Rico, they're big fans of the mustard-mayonnaise combo. So that's a taste that I've experienced here in Puerto Rico. That's great. Also, mom made pork chops at least once a week, and I love them, but I have not eaten a pork chop since then. Is that funny? Well, one thing I remember is we'd go on these long car trips to North Platte, and we would always provision ourselves like we were going, you know, like across the world. And one of the things that we would always eat in the car was wheat thins. Yes. There's Triscuits and wheat thins. We would have both. And it was always like, what's better, a Triscuit or a wheat thin? I think I have to go with the wheat thin. Absolutely. I'm with you there. But I can't even see a box of wheat thins without thinking of like driving across the plains of Nebraska. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I did that for childhood. I did that for college and law school. There were funny things that I ate in college and for law. Like law school, they didn't have, um, you had to with our... Like with your tuition, you had to spend a certain amount in the cafeteria. You didn't have a choice. And they didn't have diet soda. So mm. I drank diet peach snapple. And like oh. now, if I drink, that is like my Madeline cookie, diet oh peach gosh. snapple. How about you, Elizabeth? What's something you remember from like the college era? Oh my gosh. College for me was the chocolate cake from what was called the lodge. It was the place where the casual dining place. Yeah. Then I would eat the chocolate cake from there all the time. Also, we had these huge pizza slices, like Coronet, it was called, and they were like three times the size of a regular pizza slice. Well, then there are those things the only in college, like for some reason when I was a freshman, we made white Russians. And I mean, Mm. I've never had one since, but now it, it brings it all back. And then like the age of young children, because there are things that you eat when you have young children. And I would sneak tastes of their baby food sometimes. Ooh, I was always gosh. like, well, no, I was just curious. What does it taste like? I know? did not eat one bite of baby food. The funny thing that I remember from Jack being a baby was, was when he was really young, like an infant. For some reason, the only thing I could get it together to eat was like stuff from Starbucks. So I would go and get Starbucks food. And that's what I would eat during the day. Um, This was a period when I invented something that I'm still very proud of. It's my only contribution to the culinary world. (laughs) And that is shredded wheat cereal with salsa, which does not look good. And I don't eat it anymore because now, you know, I'm low carb. But it is so good. It has an amazing texture and it's delicious. Gretchen, I would see you eat that and it would make me (laughs) nauseous. I thought it was absolutely revolting. But mom, I converted our mother. She, she... She, it's good. It's good. You got to try it. uh, You know, I like salsa on almost anything, but not shredded wheat. And how about goldfish? I feel like goldfish and Cheerios are are like ubiquitous. Oh, yes. Yes. And now it's pirate's booty. I don't know if they had that when you were, oh you had young kids. Yeah. That's huge now. Well, I, one of the things I really loved about this is like, it's very, very quick. Like you just sit and think and remember it kind of over time where it comes to you, you write it down. I found, and Elizabeth, I wonder if this is true for you, you almost, it's not even like now I have to go to the grocery store and buy these things and taste them again. Oh. I can taste them in my mind. Like you you do remember these t- these tastes. Yes. Oh yeah. And just come as we're having this conversation, more and more comes back yes. like mom's deviled eggs and her oh, BLTs, which yum. are the best BLTs on the planet. Her meatballs. And dad's fudge. And 
Dad's fudge. And mom's, yeah, meatballs. And, oh, and the um, Swedish pancakes with yes. the thin syrup. Mrs. Bargell's Yes. Recipe. I mean, all those things just come rushing back. I mean, it is just like uh, the Madeline cookie. It is. It is. But you sort of have to you, sit down and kind of cast your mind back. But it's also, it's a fun thing to talk about. And I would say, like, I could imagine us doing this the next time we're all together in Kansas City. Or I could imagine, mm. like, if I was with my my college roommates, like, let's let's just really think about, oh, we went to Viva Zapata's and we had the sangria and they had those amazing tortilla chips. Or to it's it's something to connect over and, and it's a shared memory and it's always yes. great to connect over a shared memory and it brings back memories. Yes, like again, just having this conversation, I'm remembering eating um, fries with gravy at Tom's Diner on the Upper West Side when I went to Columbia. Oh, now fa- made famous by Seinfeld. Yes, so it's like now I can picture being there with all my friends at midnight yeah. eating fries with gravy. So it's so much fun. And also it'd be fun to hear like, from the older generations, what did they eat when they were yes. little? Because I'm sure it was completely different oh, things. No, like I was asking mom and dad about liver and onions because I've been researching right. taste and that was a very popular thing. And they Ugh. talked about eating wow. liver. Wow. Wow. It's funny because I did go low carb and like my eating habits changed so dramatically. And but Eliza and Eleanor remember before. Mm. And sometimes they'll remind me and they'll be like, oh, remember when you ate those popsicles all the time? I'm like, wow. oh, I forgot about those popsicles I ate all the oh, time. Oh, it's fun. It is really fun. And I do find just generally with the senses, it's been really interesting. The more I reflect on my senses, the more memories come back to me and that, you know, I don't remember anything. And so I, yes, I really, I didn't expect that this would be a consequence of studying the five senses. And it's been really exciting to find that. Yes. To have access to new memories. It's like living it all over again. No, because you remember, but you forget you remember. Exactly. So let us know if you do try this at home and how writing a taste timeline works for you. Let us know what period did you decide to focus on? Did you do your whole life? How did you find this exercise? Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 326 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we have a customer service happiness hack. But first, this break. (laughs) When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Okay, Elizabeth, it's time for a customer service happiness hack. And I think this is a hack that we can all use because we all are in the market for better customer service. Yes, and this comes from Krista. She says, I recently discovered a happiness hack that I wanted to share around customer service. Try email or the online chat before you pick up the phone. I've had two cases where this worked for me recently. I recently booked a flight and needed to add my under two daughter to the reservation as a lap child. I called the airline and was told there was a 120 minute wait. I hung up and called again a few days later. This time the wait was 80 minutes. Still a long time to be on hold. (laughs) Since I had plenty of time, I decided to try emailing the airline with my request. I made sure to include all the information I thought they would need my reservation number, daughter's name, and birthday. Then a few days later, I received a response that she was added to my ticket. So much better than waiting on hold. The second time this worked, I was on hold with a preschool photography place because the address with my digital order was incorrect and I couldn't access pictures I had purchased. I called the number and was transferred multiple times. While I was waiting on hold to talk to customer service rep number four, finally I decided I would try the chat feature on the website. The person on the chat resolved my issue within 10 minutes and without transferring me. See, this is a good reminder because I have to say whenever I see those prompts, I'm always like, oh, this isn't going to work. But I've never tried it. Why am I assuming that it wouldn't work? Crutch, I've always been that way. But recently, I did try this when I was on the Tory Burch website and I wanted to buy something and I wasn't sure what size I should get. And I did the chat feature. And sure enough, somebody was there and they chatted back and I explained my issue. And you can go back and forth. And she told me what size to get. And it was extremely easy. Well, and as Krista points out, a lot of times it's sort of like there's nothing lost. Like... Right. You know, you could try it. And if it works, it saves you time. And if it doesn't work, you're no worse off than you were before. Well, and certainly with the chat feature and email, you can still be on hold while you do it. Yes. Worst case scenario, you're still on hold. Yes. Yes. So thank you, Krista. That's a good one. I'm going to try that the next time. Both. And now for a deep dive. In episode 324, our Try This at Home tip was to learn from the wisdom of teachers. And we discussed lots of proverbs of the professions supplied by teachers, because as I say, I'm collecting proverbs of the professions. Please keep them coming. I love getting them and, um, and creating this huge list. But we got some feedback from teachers. We got more proverbs from people who came a little later. And we also heard from teachers who disagreed with some of the proverbs that we initially highlighted. So let's hear from them. 
Yes, this comes from Carly, who's an elementary special education teacher. She said, I wanted to give my feedback about two of the Proverbs, which you mentioned were both from your daughter's former second grade teacher. Don't smile until Thanksgiving. And if you yell in the first week, you have to yell all year. I was honestly very disappointed that these were included as terrific insights. Most teachers have likely heard these phrases and they are fairly old fashioned at this point. I'd like to offer some alternatives. Rather than making such an effort to intimidate children and show your stern authority, what if we use the way in which we speak to students as an opportunity to teach them how to communicate with others? Imagine if instead of continuing to yell at your class simply because you did the first time, you apologized for yelling and used it as an opportunity to model how to own up to a mistake and that it's okay to make mistakes. Instead of expecting immediate perfection in students' responses, what if we saw their perceived imperfections as opportunities to teach a skill or even better, wonder why they might be having a hard time? And what if instead of coming off as an authoritarian to students to ensure that they follow our expectations, we made our focus on building relationships with each and every one of our students to truly make a difference for every child? And Krista also agreed. She said, I've also heard don't smile until Thanksgiving, but I disagree with this common advice. Teachers who connect with their students in a warm, authentic way from day one will earn more respect much more quickly in my experience. Behavior management and warmth are certainly not mutually exclusive and in fact, complement each other. So that's, uh, so, okay. I took that one off the PDF. I will tell you more about the PDF in a minute, (laughs) Uh, but we did take that one off. Meg says, I'm a dedicated podcast listener and would like to challenge one of the proverbs mentioned in your most recent episode 324. I cringe every time I hear the phrase, you get what you get and you don't get upset. The message received is that we are not allowed to feel disappointed when we don't get what we want. The truth is we are allowed to feel however we would like to feel about a situation. And part of growing up is learning how to respond to those feelings. I found a rework of the proverb that I like much better. You get what you get and you work with it or, and you roll with it. (laughs) I like this phrasing better because the focus is less on suppressing completely natural feelings and more on developing a useful life skill. Plus it's positive. Of course, Gretchen doesn't rhyme, which is why we like things to rhyme, but I take her point. There's a cognitive bias in favor of things that rhyme. Um, Yes, but yes, maybe somebody can suggest a rhyming version, but yes, take her point. Absolutely. It's interesting, Gretchen, because to me, this goes through, they're just different kinds of teachers with different styles and students respond to different styles. Nobody's the same. So it's what you always talk about, which is that what works for one person does not necessarily work for another. Yeah. And I think that's one of the interesting things about reading Proverbs generally is that some Sometimes it's not that you agree with it, but by disagreeing with it, you clarify your own yes. thoughts. Like disagreeing with you, get what you get, and you don't get upset. That's that's interesting. And here's some other great proverbs that came in. Uh, one is, if your bum is not in the seat, then it's not your seat, which mm. is when a child <laughs> complains, he's in my seat. They may forget what you teach them, but they'll never forget how you treat them. Wow. Oh. Your kids are who you tell them they are. Like, if you tell them they're kind, they will be kind. Interesting. Kids who need the most love will ask for it in the most unlovable ways. Oh, yeah, profound. Expect and inspect. Do it nice or do it twice. Yeah, these are good. These are good rhyming ones. (laughs) That's the point of rhyming. Oh, and then this one is asked and answered. 
for nagging or repeat questions. I feel like maybe I'm going to start using that with Jamie because as a questioner, he asks me a lot of questions, um, even ones that I've answered many times before. And Gretch, you created a PDF with all of these. Yes, I could anticipate that many listeners would say, hey, what was that episode where you did all the t-shirt proverbs? Because I would like to go back and listen to it. And I thought, okay, why don't I get in front of that and create a PDF? So if you go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources and you scroll to podcast resources, you can download your free copy of the PDF. So thank you to everyone who contributed. These are so great. Yes. And now it's time for a question for listeners. Sometimes we answer questions from listeners. Sometimes we pose questions of listeners. And this time we are posing a question to you listeners um, inspired by a listener who sent in a question. Yes. And this week's listener is asking a question related to the four tendencies framework. So please take the quiz if you haven't. Yes. So you uh, can find out your tendency. Yes. To find out if you're an upholder, questioner, obliger, or rebel. And this this question uh, is about obligers, which is the biggest tendency. Go to quiz.gretchenrubin.com. It's quick. It's free. 3.2 million people have taken the quiz. And so once you know your tendency, this will all make much more sense to you. Yes. Jeanette asks, over the last year, I've experienced some obliger rebellion at work where I behave in a way that I'm not proud of. Like I wrote an email that was more harsh than it should have been, or I'm short with people sometimes. And I want to avoid this behavior. It's never for long periods of time, but maybe a few days. Usually it's a red flag that I did not take time out soon enough. Now I'm starting to feel obliger rebellion set in where I care less or get frustrated more easily by requests instead of championing the work. I want to know from you or other listeners, how can you prevent obliger rebellion from setting in? Is the only way to just have a time out or days off? Do others notice it coming? What do they do? Is it small instances or big periods of time in rebellion? Now, this is an extremely important question. Um, I am so fascinated by obliger rebellion. Um, and and it, for those who don't know, obliger rebellion is when an obliger meets, 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 meets expectations and then suddenly snaps and says, this I will not do. And sometimes yeah. it's small and funny, like I'm not going to answer emails. And sometimes it's big and disruptive, like I'm going to quit my job right now, today. I'm going to end a 30-year friendship. I'm going to get a divorce. The thing is, if, if, if you don't know about this pattern, often obligers experience it as coming kind of out of the blue, kind of explosive. They're acting out of character. That's what they often say. But if you know about obliger rebellion, as Jeanette does, you can feel it coming. There's a lot of warning. There's the building anger. There's the building resentment. There's this feeling of I'm not acting the way I usually act. I'm not living up to my usual values and standards and the way that I usually move through the world. It's not, this isn't the way I usually am at work, or this isn't how I usually behave with my family. And usually it's happening because the obliger feels exploited, neglected, mm. taken advantage of, it, it, you know, unheard. And that building resentment and anger starts to, the pressure starts to mount, and eventually it turns into obliger rebellion. So Jeanette is feeling mm -hmm. that she is edging towards a true obliger rebellion, it sounds like. Yes. And we have just gone round and round with what are the best ways to either avoid it or yes. stop it. Yes. We are still searching for those answers. So we want to ask the actual obligers out there, yes. 
what they think. Yeah. And Elizabeth, you're an obliger, but you don't really, I think I can only think of like a handful of, of pretty minor incidences of obliger rebellion for you. But then for many obligers, this is a very big and dramatic pattern. Sometimes that, that people can almost fall into kind of like ubiquitous and persistent obliger rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really want to hear from obligers who have experienced this about how they get out of it, and even more, if they avoided it, if they thwarted it, if they felt it coming and they dealt with it, or if you live or work with an obliger mm. and you figured out, you saw it coming and you headed it off, let us know, because it's, a, it's an extremely important question. And we will report back. So yeah. hang on, Jeanette. Help is yeah. coming. Yes. Coming up, I give myself a demerit related to the fact that I am currently living in a hotel. But first, this break. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has green light. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm-hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career, therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Gretchen Rubin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Gretchen Rubin. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy for people or for dogs. We all know that. And kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making an ultra processed food. The farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. My dog Barnaby loves the farmer's dogs. When he sees me pulling one of those packets out, he comes running. It's personalized, vet-developed, and it has recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portion, ready-to-serve packs, and they're conveniently delivered on whatever schedule works for me. 
Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. Okay, Alison, it's time for demerits and gold stars. And a demerit related to living in a hotel is just like <laughs> something that only you and Eloise really, yes. uh, really, really will be tackling. What is this demerit? Okay, so as I have mentioned, I'm in Puerto Rico for many weeks uh, working on Fantasy Island. Our rooms do not have kitchens, but they have mini fridges. Okay, this is very me, Gretch. So the yeah. first day we arrived, Sarah said, this mini fridge is not going to be enough fridge. I'm going to get another fridge. And she also got a microwave. And yeah. she said, Liz, you really have to get yourself an extra fridge, which you can just call and they will send to you. And, Wait, I, and I should just interrupt and say for people who don't know, you're there for months. Yes. You're living in Puerto Rico, yeah. more, lo, working 24-7, yeah. morning, noon, and night. In this hotel room. Yes, living. in this hotel room. Four months. And I yeah. said, oh, I don't want to get a fridge. It's just a hassle. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want... And she just kept saying, it doesn't even take up any extra space. It's so easy. You just make a call. I just refuse to do it. Meanwhile, Gretchen, for the last six weeks... My little mini fridge is packed to the gills. Everything is haphazard on top of each other yeah. because I don't have enough room. I have to keep my insulin in there, of course, and it's always like rolling all around the place and messing things up. Anytime anyone wants to get something from it or put something in it, I have to do it because if they open the fridge and try to do something, everything will fall out. What is this because your staff of writers is like working on your yes, patio? Yes, because yes. people work on the patio yes. and so yes. then they'll want water or Diet yes. Coke. I, I just want to paint the picture that you're basically sleeping in your office. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am sleeping in my office, yes. Yeah. So... I just give myself a demerit because if I had just gotten the mini fridge, I yeah. could have all this Diet Cokes and water as well as, you know, a sandwich and whatever else in there. I still, even knowing I was going to give myself this demerit, I still don't have an extra fridge. Yeah, because now it's like, oh, well, I'm only going to yes. halfway down. Like, what's the point yes. of getting it now? <laughs> yes. I know. You and I are both the same way. It's like, I can't deal with the idea of someone bringing in a fridge and plugging it in. Yeah, like, it, I, I just, I just, like, I, I can't Too much my trouble. Life. Too yeah. much trouble. I'd rather suffer oh, yes. for I, weeks I, and months rather than that. Yes. I am so. I, 100% there with you. I get it. Well, Gretch, what is your gold star? Well, this is, a, I believe this is a repeat gold star, but I have to say it again as we head into the summer libraries. Mm. We talked about design your summer. Get your library card out if you can go to the library where you are. A lot of libraries are doing curbside checkout, even if you can't visit in person. And for some, they're opening up again. And so think about going back to the library. This is, for me, uh, Elizabeth, I mean, this was such a fun part of our summer. And it's, it's often on a hot day. It's very cool. Yes. <laughs> I remember how well air conditioned it was. I remember going to the library in North Platte when we'd go stay with our grandparents. Yes. It always had different books from the library in Kansas City, and it was like this treasure trove. And it's funny, Gretchen, because we were talking about taste today, but yeah. smell is also huge. We've talked yes. about memories, you know, from smell, yeah. and the smell of the library in Kansas City is one yes. of my most powerful uh, smell memories. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So gold star for libraries for everything that they do to make reading and so much more available to everybody. And they're also such a great part of a fun summer. Resources for this week. As I said, if you want the Proverbs of the Professions Teacher's Edition PDF, go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources and look under podcast resources. And thank you again to all the people who contributed those great teacher proverbs. Also, if you are giving one of my books for graduation, you can request a signed book plate to personalize the gift. I'll put a direct link to the request form in the show notes. Again, this is happiercast.com slash 326. Or you can go to GretchenRibbon.com slash resources and click request a signed book plate. Because I will need the name of the person you're giving it to plus a mailing address. This is an actual physical thing that I will mail to you. So it's available in the U.S. and Canada only. I'm sorry, that's because of mailing costs. What we are reading. Elizabeth, what are you reading? I am listening to Andrew McCarthy's memoir, Brat, an 80s story. Um, And it is so great just to sit and listen. So I'm loving it. Oh, that's great. What about you? I am reading Crying in H Mart by Michelle Zauner, Mm -hmm. a memoir. And that is it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Write a tastes timeline. Let us know if you tried it and if it worked for you. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way for people to learn about our show. And also rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. Elizabeth, I'm wearing the Kansas City sweatshirt that you gave me for Christmas a few years ago. I see that. It looks still looks very bright and cheery. Well, you know, for a long time I saved it. <laughs> And then finally, I'm like, what am I saving it for? I should wear it. So now I'm wearing it. From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth... I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.